0: You're listening to Comedy Central. My guest tonight is one of the stars of the Broadway musical, The Color Purple. Please welcome, Danielle Brooks!
2: (laughs) What a lovely audience you
0: have. Mm. This is, I'm, I mean, I'm so used to seeing you in prison overalls. <laughs> no makeup, this is so, no hair. You clean up well, girl. Thank
2: you, darling. Thank just you, like, I'm, I'm so
0: used to, you know, it's just like, yeah, thank you look you. beautiful, You're beautiful. <laughs> thank thank you look beautiful. Thank you. so much for being here. Thank you. I, uh, I spent weeks, I mean, when we started the show, I spent weeks just being like, I just want to get one joke into the show where I get to go taste it. Hey. And- Thank you. So, I'm such a huge fan of yours. Insane. Obviously, Orange is the New Black. I got to see the color purple. Thank you. You are on an amazing trajectory right now.
2: Thank you. Are you
0: enjoying every moment?
2: I am. I am taking it all in. I feel so incredibly blessed to have two major jobs, three, Angry Birds included. I just feel so grateful that I get to do it all. I know. I'm an Angry Birds Yeah. Am I bragging?
0: Does this sound bragging? That's impressive. That's, uh... (laughs) That's really impressive. Because, I mean, it's, you, you see, you can see the roles being formed, you know, in, in playing a, a powerful woman in prison fighting the odds and playing a powerful woman fighting in segregation and playing like a powerful like bird, bird fighting... Bird <laughs> Still, though, still, still, you can see that. It, yes. You're oh, diversifying, which is Yes, nice. very diverse in the which, roles that I choose. Yeah, which is, let, let, Let's talk about The Color Purple for a second. Yes. I mean... Honestly, one of the most amazing stories.
2: Thank you. You know,
0: you are powerful on stage. I didn't know you could sing like that.
2: Thanks, yeah. And
0: you were inspired by the story. When you went to watch it, what was it, 11 years ago?
2: Yes, 10, 11 years ago, my father took me to see my first Broadway show. We had gotten a free ticket uh, to New York um, because I had done this internship, and he was like, you want to come to a show? And I said, yes, and it was the color purple. Wow. And so I remember sitting in the audience just like this, 15 years old, just crying. And my dad was with me. My dad's a big dude, and the seats at the theaters are pretty small, so he was, like, not having it. He was like, this is not working for me, so he stood after intermission. In the Wait, back.
0: you stood for the rest of the he show? stood
2: for the rest of the show. <laughs> and I was like, whatever, you go do you, because I'm so immersed in this story. And it really has changed my life. It it um, made me want to go study for it, so I ended up going to school in New York for wow. theater. And then ten years later, here I am. And so, I, But I made sure when my dad came to opening night that I got him a seat on the, um, on the edge <laughs> so that he could stretch <laughs> his feet out. <laughs> and
0: enjoy himself. <laughs> Just so that he wouldn't have to squeeze right, in. Right, so he could
2: be comfortable.
0: I've always been fascinated by the fact that you have a show predominantly black in the audience, which you don't see on yeah. Broadway. But you also have people that are chiming in the entire time how do you keep your focus? Because there are people in the audience. Yes. You'll, you'll say something, you'll be like, there's only one answer, and it's Jesus. And someone will shout, It's Jesus! <laughs> that's right. You turn to oh, Jesus. Yes. How, do you, how do you stop yourself it's from? It's very
2: hard to navigate. It really is challenging. Being on Broadway stage is in a very difficult yeah. thing. Two and a half hours, you're just focused. And it's really hard to stay focused when you have audience members like in the middle of hell no, screaming hell no back, or <laughs> on their phones. They're like, but it's, sometimes it's fueling. It's like, yeah, hell no. And it makes me really get into character even more. Because I know that people are supporting me and they're right along
0: with me on the story, but there, there is one, there was one point where I thought the audience would have joined in the mob beating up the man. <laughs> like there was a point where you're like, oh, we, we're, fighting. Yeah, we're, fighting. we're fighting, we're fighting, we're fighting, we're doing a what? Yeah. Um, yes. It's it's a it's a beautiful production. Orange is the new black. Yeah. You're still working on. Still working it is on. Still that. amazing.
2: Thank you. He June seventeenth, it comes out. Season four.
0: It's gonna We're be... waiting. We're going to yes. be watching. I really think it's the best season. Is it ever, is it ever weird for you that people are Netflix and chilling to you? Do you ever think about that?
2: Oh, that's so gross! <laughs> no, I've never thought
0: about that! Well, now you will. Now you will. Thank I'm like, you, Trevor. Now i just thrown that Put in. Put that
2: in my head. Yeah, the, next time, the next time you're doing a
0: scene, that. you can think about that. <laughs> and Angry Birds, let's talk about Angry Birds. Yes. That is so amazing. It's my first animated film that I'm doing. That is so yeah. amazing. Congratulations. Thanks. That's... And you play?
2: I play a crossing guard. <laughs> Because my character actually has a lot more to the story. I don't want to spoil it, and I've been told not to spoil it, but she is pretty crucial to the story, so it's been pretty fun.
0: Of the three major roles you've played, which one has been the most challenging for you?
2: Angry Birds. By far. By far. By far. I mean, to be so invested in every vocal range <laughs> no no <laughs> I'm making that up that was me trying to make a joke um, you were
0: gonna you you were gonna win a Tony for that I could see you, were like, you were like, this is it. you like no no I'll save it I'll save it for the color purple. It's really fun to have you here. Thank, Thank you so you much for, for joining me. us Danielle the color purple currently on Broadway. Danielle Brooks everybody
1: So, mark your calendar this Thursday, May 9th, for the NYX anniversary sale. Get 30% off all leak proof underwear, shapewear, activewear, and more. It only happens once a year at NYX.com. That's K N I X.com. Don't miss this.
0: In the 1980s and 90s, New York City needed a tough cop like Detective Louis Scarcella. putting
1: bad guys away. There's no feeling like it in the world. He was the guy who made sure the worst killers were brought to justice. That's
0: one version. This guy is a piece of sh. Derek Hamilton was put away for murder by Detective Scarsella. In prison, Derek turned himself into the best jailhouse lawyer of his generation. And the law was my girlfriend. This is my only way to freedom. Derek. And other convicted murderers. Started a law firm behind bars. We never knew we had the same cop in the case. It's Garcella. We gotta show that he's a corrupt cop. They can go f*** themselves. I'm C. Fishman. And I'm Dax Devlin-Ross. And
1: this is The Burden.
0: Listen to new episodes of The Burden on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. And to hear episodes one week early and ad free with exclusive bonus content, subscribe to True Crime Clubhouse on Apple Podcasts.
3: My guest tonight is a Tony-nominated actor who stars in a new film, The Holdovers. Please welcome Devine Join Randolph. Thank you, Mike. Thank you so much for being here. It's wonderful to see you.
4: It's so good to see you. Yes,
3: we uh, we went to the same high school. Same high school. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Um, But we uh, we were from I mean Central Pennsylvania, and you Mm -hmm. did this movie. You have to do a Boston accent in this Mm -hmm. movie. Yeah. Was that hard to... I mean, I'm someone who's terrible at accents. Really? Uh, uh, I mean, awful. Did, I don't know if you heard the Trump one. It's, you just it's got the award. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, was it hard to get into the Boston accent? Was it hard to get out of the Boston
4: accent? Mm, it helped because we were filming in Boston, so mm-hmm. that helped. But it was hard because um, the accent that I'm doing is like a 70s Boston African-American dialect. So I'm not sounding like Mark Wahlberg, you know what I mean? So right. everybody's walking around like <laughs> Wahlbergs and they're like, oh, what? And I'm like, it's different, it's different. So sometimes it would throw me a little bit. Uh, and so I just would have like certain keywords that would help me get in, back into it. Yeah, do you, can you share any of your key? No, uh, I used to, before they said action, I would be like, oh, Mr. Hannam 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 and just say his name, and that would like kind of settle me back into it.
3: Is there anything you specifically watched or listened to to get into that like
4: particular Donna dialect? Donna Summer is from Boston, and so I would watch a lot of her interviews and stuff like that because it was more to the time period. Yeah. Um, and, yeah, a lot of YouTube clips and stuff like that, uh, and that kind of helped me constantly have that in my, my, my head.
3: And that's great. You got to listen to Donna Summers instead of I mean, someone it could like. Be yeah, right? <laughs> you could listen to, like, Mark Wahlberg. <laughs> uh, and you've done, I mean, you've done so many incredible things. You've gotten to work with so many incredible people. Yeah. You know, Eddie Murphy, Paul Giamatti, Steve Martin. Are there any yeah. other people that you're, like, really wanting to work with?
4: Um, I really want to work with Bradley Cooper. Uh, I saw the trailer the other night of Maestro, and it looks amazing. Yeah. The way that he just died. I like people that just want to die fully in. Mm-hmm. He resembles him in an interesting way, and I think that's both with the magic of, you know, movies, but also his commitment to the role. Mm-hmm. That it's just, I was like, oh, he's really, he's dedicated. So that was exciting for me that I was like, I would love to work with him.
3: Yeah, that's it. I imagine you want to work with like other people at the top of their game, and yeah, I saw I saw Bradley Cooper in New York recently, and Ooh. I like it took me
4: everything not to be like
3: hi. Yeah,
4: exactly. <laughs> he's he's a handsome one. Yeah,
3: um, and th- what about other roles? Anything that like I mean you've done um, a mix of serious comedy, yeah. like
4: yeah. There... I think I want to start getting into biopics. I think that would be really fun. Mm-hmm. Um, and that I started off of singing, so I think that could be a really nice way to merge the two. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, I think biopics and start playing some real women. That'd
3: be great. Yeah get this lady some real women. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And your character, Mary, in this, she's uh she's a cook. Do you mm-hmm. are you good at cooking?
4: I am good at cooking. Okay. I love cooking. And that was kind of like not a deal breaker, but that was something that I said to, to the director, Alexander Payne. I was like, If I do this, I really need real food. Mm -hmm. Um, And so he was really cool about it. He was like, okay, what is the Christmas menu? And I was like, really? Yeah. Yeah. And so um, I cook in real life, in real time, I cook soup, Mm -hmm. oatmeal, a roasted chicken, um, and like a breakfast because I'm hungover.
3: That's, that sounds great. Mm. I want to be in this movie to yeah. eat that. <laughs> You're gonna get me food. I um I I I don't. I would like. I like to think I can cook, but I I just don't. I don't uh, do it because I don't like to clean up. And no, I gotta, gotta get make somebody to clean, clean up for me. I know. You. I, said, I need to make people to clean up for me. Money, Absolutely. You know? <laughs> so that's the thing. You just
4: invite people. I'm like, oh my god, I want to cook for you clean up.
3: That's a that's a great. One. Yeah. I got to meet better friends. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um and you okay, you so you had to pick up smoking for this yeah. role? Um did you have a hard time with <laughs> it? I love how you it? said
4: it. You had to pick up smoking. Yeah. You had to, <laughs> you had to you get yourself an addiction. Yeah,
3: the joy of an addiction for this <laughs> role. Um, yeah. Was it did you did you get addicted? Did you have
4: no, to No, quit? no, I was really nervous about it. I was like, "Ooh, I feel like I might have that addiction gene. Mm-hmm. What's going to go happen?" Um and so I they gave me before we started shooting uh, the director sent over two big boxes of um like natural fake ones mm-hmm. and it just wasn't working for me mm-hmm. and like because the it it was fake and it looked fake while doing right. it um and so i started using american spirits mm-hmm. because they have like you know there's different like I call it gradients of addiction. Right. Um, that nicotine gets like stronger and stronger. Mm-hmm. So I had like the blue pack, which I think is like the lighter mm-hmm. of them. Um, and then like of how I wanted to hold it because she's an avid smoker. Right. And so they were just, I get it. They were like, the cigarette's gonna tell on you. Like if you don't know what you're doing, mm-hmm. they can tell by how you're holding they're like, she's lying. She never smoked a day in her life. Yeah. Uh, so puff puff, I was going.
3: I mean, good for you. Thank good. you. That is commitment. Thank you. That is I commitment. I jumped in
4: there, and I smoked my life away. Good, good.
3: Um, it's an absolute pleasure to have you on this show. My it's so gosh. good to see you. I'm so happy to see all your success. And Thank I hope you. it keeps going. And give this lady, real lady, just a
0: <laughs> Explore more shows from The Daily Show podcast universe by searching The Daily Show, wherever you get your podcasts. Watch The Daily Show weeknights at 11, 10 Central on Comedy Central. And stream full episodes anytime on Paramount+. This has been a Comedy Central podcast.
1: Rise and shine, football fans. Start your day the right way with Morning Footy, a podcast that covers every aspect of the global game, headlines, match previews, analysis, interviews, culture, fashion, and plenty of banter. Join as we track the thrills and spills of Europe's biggest title races, the business end of the Champions League season, a summer packed with international competitions, MLS, NWSL, and much more. Subscribe to Morning Footy.